For over 40 years, the Fairbanks Museum and Planetarium's senior meteorologist and planetarium director, Mark Breen, has served as our eye on the sky. Mark has covered unusual and historic weather events affecting Vermont and beyond, including Tropical Storm Irene and last year's May freeze. But in all of his years, Mark has never experienced a total solar eclipse. That is, until later this year, when on the afternoon of April 8th, one will pass directly over parts of Vermont. Here to share his expectations, as well as some historical context for April 8th weather, is Mark Breen. Hey, Mark. Hey, Jen. First off, can you explain to listeners what a total solar eclipse is and why it's such a big deal? Sure. A total solar eclipse happens in just a a relatively narrow spot on the Earth when the moon is perfectly lined up between the Earth and the sun. So it actually blocks the sun. The moon's size and distance is just right so that it just barely covers the sun's disk, often for just a, a minute or two. And the path of it, relatively small across the the earth, less than one-tenth of one percent during any particular eclipse. So this happens fairly rarely. The last one in Vermont in 1932. Burlington had its cloudiest January since 1951 this year. Mark, are you expecting that clouds are something we'll have to contend with on eclipse day? I'd like to say no, but that's historically not the case. I've been looking at this really for more than a year, knowing the eclipse was coming up and starting to compile some data uh, specifically for April 8th and cloud cover. And as I've looked through the records at the Fairbanks Museum, which actually extend back into the 1890s, the average amount of cloud cover on April 8th runs between 70 and 80 percent. Are there any contingency plans in place in the event of poor weather? I hate to ask, but... Well, it is something that we have to consider. And so there are a few things that we can do. One, we can certainly, because of the uh, worldwide internet uh, connections, we can see what's going on in other locations. So we'll be able to see something. That's certainly the case. The other thing is that we will simply have to plan that if we can't be outside There's got to be something to do inside. And fortunately, the Fairbanks Museum has a a planetarium that will be able to feature programs explaining the eclipse and actually showing a simulated eclipse on the dome. Well, Mark, we heard from Lynn in Queechy about the special eclipse glasses. When should people wear them and when should they be sure not to wear them? I mean, is, is there anything that someone might miss by having the glasses on? Well, sure. The the eclipse glasses are very important. They're really critical in terms of the period of time until the sun is completely eclipsed. There actually is this period of time when we call this totality, when the moon is completely covering up the sun. And at that point, you don't want to be wearing your eclipse glasses because they're designed to filter out the sunlight. But when there is no sunlight, what we can see is a glowing sort of a Uh, aura almost around the sun. What this really is, is the sun's atmosphere called its corona. And with eclipse glasses on, you would not be able to see that. So just as the last glimmer of light from the sun disappears, it's safe to take off those eclipse glasses. And the minute that you start to see even a hint of sunlight coming back out on the other side of the moon, you need to put them back on. Thank you for clarifying that. 
And Mark, I wonder, is there anything in particular that you're excited to see on Eclipse Day? Well, I obviously really excited to see the eclipse itself. Uh, in all of my years, I have never seen a total eclipse of the sun and uh, really excited to see one, the corona that I just mentioned, but also when it gets semi-dark, and this is not going to be total darkness, this will be more like twilight, but it will be dark enough that some of the planets will actually appear on either side of the sun. Well, clearly, as a meteorologist who has been doing this work for over 40 years, I can hear your excitement about seeing a total solar eclipse. Mark, what makes it special that the path of totality is here in Vermont? Well, it's very unique. In fact, that places the Fairbanks Museum's planetarium as the only planetarium that's within the path of the eclipse in New England. And so we're really excited to have it here. It also means that it's a very rare event. The last one in 1932 the next one seen in Vermont, and it'll be in southern Vermont, isn't until the year 2079. I've been speaking with Mark Breen, the Fairbanks Museum and Planetarium's Senior Meteorologist and Planetarium Director, about what listeners can expect as we get closer to the 2024 total solar eclipse. For more eclipse information, you can visit our website, vermontpublic.org. Mark, thank you so much for sharing these insights with us, and happy early eclipse. Well, thanks, Jen. Looking forward to April 8th.